You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello, and welcome to episode 78 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Welcome to the show, everyone. It's your host, Sean. I'm here by myself in a rare solo episode for once. I know that's how the podcast originally started back in the day, and lately I've been having a series of recurring guests talking about various topics. But I thought for this week, we'd go back to the original format and see how that goes. Now, of course, I've talked about almost every single topic under the sun that's pretty personal. And we've talked about things that aren't so personal. We've talked about fun things. We've talked about deep philosophical topics. And there's been all kinds of different things. But now we're in the beginning of December. And I thought, what better topic than the Christmas season, God, religion, you know, just a little bit of uh, light stuff for your Thursday listening pleasure. Okay, so what uh, what actually brought this on was on the most recent episode of uh, the Rusted Robot podcast that I host with my good buddy Josh. Well, we were talking and uh, it just almost turned into a Soul Forge episode at the very beginning. It's episode 224 if you want to check that out. That's how we operate around here in the Rusted Robot headquarters. On a wing and a prayer, and we're all atheists. Uh, yes. Are we? Are we all atheists? No, but it, it, not really, but it's, it's fun to say. But are we? Is that what we're going to talk about this week on Rusted Robot? And uh, what I guess happened was uh, we were just started talking about whatever, and normally it's pop culture stuff, uh, and somehow we got into the nature of God... We mentioned, well, actually, Josh mentioned that uh, the difference between atheism and agnosticism, and he's like, you know, you, you can be an atheist, but you can't really be. We're all kind of agnostic, because no one really knows, and there's no way to know what's actually out there. Is there a God? Is there not? Is there life after death? What happens? And, of course, nobody knows. Lots of people have experiences or tales of uh, near-death experiences where they've gone to see the light and they had the warm, peaceful feeling and uh, they were called to the next dimension, the other side, by their loved ones and sometimes the loved ones told them to uh, go back the other way because they weren't done on Earth yet. Uh, I've never had a near-death experience. I always thought it'd be really cool to have one, but so far nothing and I'm probably okay for that actually because uh, usually it's traumatic events of some kind and I'd, I'd really rather not. So anyway uh, after talking about that with Josh uh, we got into the geeky stuff that we normally talk about on Rusted Robot uh, but we did mention that Josh has never been a guest host over here on Soul Forge, and maybe uh, we should have him over one day. 
But I also liked the idea of the whole God thing. And it's a very personal thing to a lot of different people. And so I thought, what better topic for this week while I'm sitting here by myself in the Soulforge studios talk to you guys about God and religion and my experiences with it, my thoughts on it, and all that kind of fun stuff. So uh, it might not be a fun topic. I haven't written any notes down like I normally don't. Uh, so I'm just going to riff and go from there. Hey, podcast fans, Spotify is making it easy for you to stream this podcast and many others like it on your mobile device, desktop app, and smart speaker. Open the app on your mobile device or desktop, click on the browser channel, then click on the podcast section. You'll be able to stay thoroughly entertained during your commute to work, your drive home, and your downtime, thanks to Spotify. But I thought I would start off in a lighthearted manner and talk about Christmas time and what that means. Of course... Now, it's all very materialistic, and the decorations come out pretty much after Halloween. Uh, there's the whole thing, do we decorate our houses before or after Remembrance Day? Do we have to honor the veterans before we celebrate the Christmas season? So that that's a big contentious thing around here. I don't know if it's like that everywhere, but for many, many years here in Timmins, the Christmas parade was usually the first weekend in November, and lately they've been getting a lot of uh, heck for that because, you know, we shouldn't be having the Christmas parade until after Remembrance Day. Although what one has to do with the other, I'm not really sure, because uh, I think there's enough room in this world to honor or celebrate or acknowledge all the various, you know, I guess, Remembrance Day, not really a holiday, but it's more of a marking of a memorial kind of a thing, not a holiday as such. And is Halloween a holiday? I'm not really sure. It's it's an event. It's an occasion. I'm not sure if it's a holiday because we don't get the day off, but that's a different story. So back to Christmas and so on. When I was a kid, I used to love Christmas. It was my favorite, favorite thing. And then grade six, seven, and eight, I was at this school where we had to sing Christmas carols in the hallway because we didn't have a gym. And of course, it was winter time, and we were all sitting in wet from people's shoes melting and so I grew to hate Christmas carols and I've never really recovered from that. I find them annoying. Um, some of them I like and I do have good memories of some of them but for the most part it brings back memories of sitting in wet puddles in a cramped hallway with hundreds of other kids who didn't want to be there either. So that was never fun. But I've, I've gotten over it quite a bit. Uh, it's not as bad as uh, it used to be. And I've actually gained a reputation for hating Christmas, which is not true. I don't hate Christmas. I, I don't like Christmas carols, uh, especially the Little Drummer Boy song. That drives me insane. But for the most part, everything else is okay. And I, I love the uh, Frosty the Snowman cartoon and the Charlie Brown Christmas and the other one there, Rudolph and the Island of Misfit Toys. So it's not actually that bad. It's just the carols that uh, drive me crazy. And then there's all the materialism, which drives me nuts as well, because you see all these commercials for stuff. And it's just the corporations trying to grab your money, but they do it in a way that it pulls at your heartstrings and it makes you want to buy the stuff. And it's... What would you call that? Uh, I was going to say it's a sin. It's not a sin. It's just a, a manipulating marketing ploy, which I do not appreciate. So that's my view on Christmas. 
I love to see the eyes light up of the kids when they see their presents. Uh, I love getting presents myself. There's nothing better than a fun surprise. I, I guess for the most part, ever since they took religion out of schools, kids and people really don't know everything that they should, I guess. Like, I, I guess my, um, my thought is that children and people in general should have a wide variety of religious knowledge. Like, I remember the Sunday school teachers, or whatever they were called, the Bible teachers, I don't even know, but they would come into school maybe, maybe once a month, was it? I can't remember now. But they would come in and they would talk about stuff and we'd learn a lesson and we got some history. And I, that was, that was neat. It was cool. It was uh, different from our regular routine of math and history and English and all that stuff. And, uh, got a different perspective. Just like we used to have the Lord's Prayer and then uh, the National Anthem before class started. I don't know if they... Well, I think they still do the National Anthem, but I, I know they, they got rid of the Lord's Prayer years ago. And I can see kind of why they would, because there are so many different religions and either include them all or include none. So that kind of makes sense. Uh, regardless of that, though, people just don't have as much knowledge as we did when we were kids. And, and even then, we didn't have a lot of information. We, we got the, uh, the, I guess there was Catholic education or whatever it was, but we, we didn't know anything about Muslims or Jew, Judaism or anything else, really. We just had the one thing because, of course, we grew up in Canada and it's always Roman Catholic this and Roman Catholic that. So that was the most common thing. And now I don't think kids know anything about that. Uh, for instance, a few years ago, I was uh, driving along the highway with Bishop, my son, and I saw what I describe as Jesus clouds. Uh, those are the clouds where uh, the sun is shining in nice, defined uh, light beams through the clouds. It's like a, like a halo or you would see in one of those religious paintings. And I said, look, bud, there's, uh, there's some Jesus clouds. And he looked and he's like, who's Jesus? And I'm like, oh, crap. And, and he must have been like, eight years old, so he should have known, but uh, I don't t I don't go to church. His mom, Trish, goes to church randomly and occasionally, but I guess uh, not enough to really teach him anything about that. So how do you start teaching kids about God just out of the blue, all of, out of, all of a sudden, out of nowhere? Like, uh, I don't know. So I've, I've talked to him a little bit about it here and there. But it's not like how, when I grew up, it was just a natural part of the everyday fabric that was at school and people talked about and, and that kind of thing. So that's different. So this brings us to my views on God. But before we go there, let's play a promo for another podcast here on the ESO Network. In a world where podcasters talk about the same old pop culture topics. Two heroes must rise to bring forth a new era of podcast entertainment. The Cigar Nerds Podcast. Movie reviews, pop culture debates, news, science, and even beer reviews. We're stranger than stranger things and funnier than an evil sewer clown. CigarNerdPodcast.com We all smoke down here, Georgie. And that promo had nothing to do with God, I'm quite sure. But I'm going to talk to you about him now. Him, her, it, whatever. So who is this God person anyway? That's what I really want to know. Uh, when I was a kid, yes, I believed in God. My mom uh, was a big believer in God and she prayed all the time. And I was even baptized Roman Catholic. 
but we never went to church when I was a kid for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, I remember my cousin Megan and that whole family. They, they went to Sunday school every, every Sunday, obviously. They went to church all the time, and they brought me once or twice. Uh, and I went to Sunday school, and I don't know. It was never a regular, consistent thing, so I don't know what happened to it or why I didn't go all the time, or maybe Mom didn't want me to go, or who, who knows what it was. But uh, I, I've gone a couple times, and like I say, I've always believed in God, and I used to imagine him as... Probably as most people do, he's a, he's a guy in white robes with a big white beard and maybe a staff, and he lives in heaven, which is just above the clouds, and it's all fluffy and white and pure, and everybody's happy up there, uh, even though they're dead. Uh, and then, of course, as I learned more about the Bible, then there's the whole vengeful God, and he's uh, killed all of humanity with floods and the Noah story and all this and all that and then in the New Testament he he becomes a more enlightened light-hearted God so I haven't read the Bible I've read parts of it I know a little, little bit about it uh, when there's shows on TV like on the History Channel or whatever about uh, any of that kind of religious stuff sometimes I'll watch it and uh, it's fascinating uh, I just read a book um, called The Zealot oh, I wish I had it here so I could tell you what the author's name is uh, but he, they were talking about who Jesus was as a person and how he was, well, it's been a while since I read it, probably a year, but talked about how he was like just a regular guy, where he lived, and how there was so many other people claiming to be the Messiah back in that day that he was just another one of them. And then, for whatever reason, his gospel, his word, got spread more than anybody else's, and so... It became a thing, and that's how Christianity started. And and when I was when I was younger, I I used to pray to God before I'd go to bed. That's what I would do. I would uh, I would say my prayers and talk to Him, and uh, I maybe hmm, it's been a while, so I don't remember what I used to ask for or say, or or I would just say good night and that kind of thing. Uh, and then after Trish and I lost our firstborn, the the prayers just stopped because maybe that's when I lost my faith in this whole God thing and religion, and everything, and it was just, it was, it was too much for me, and I uh, pretty much just gave it up. So do I still believe in God? Uh, that's, that's a tough question. Sometimes I think I do, and sometimes I think I don't. I want there to be, like, a higher power of some kind. I think we all do. And then you think about re re religion versus science, and how we just don't know. And then there's the the creationists who believe Earth was made and like it's only six thousand years old and all that stuff, which doesn't make any sense because if if you look at it realistically, that's that's not possible. But if you take it all on faith, then hey, it, it could be all that stuff could just be put there to uh, to make us think it's really old for some reason. Why 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 are they fooling us like that? I don't know. So that that kind of breaks down in my view. It's just like the whole uh, we're living in a simulation. We're not really alive. There, there's no way to know. Uh, so basically, I think sometimes you have to take the whole notion of the universe itself as a matter of faith, such as uh, the Big Bang Theory. What happened before that? Well, we don't know. Maybe nothing was there. But then how did it happen? No idea. So is there a God who set everything in motion? That seems to make a lot of sense. And yeah, th there he was. He, uh, he made the Big Bang and set it and forget it. But then, of course, there's all the, the laws of physics, which, if they were just slightly off in any way whatsoever, then life as we know it couldn't exist. So is there a great designer who, who made 
the universe for us? Maybe, but maybe it's all random and there's, there's no way to know. And that's where I get stuck. I have a friend who is an atheist and I wanted to get her on the podcast for the last year to talk about her views on that and she just won't do it. Maybe if I can find another atheist who would actually be willing to talk about that whole concept of atheism and how there's no God and it's just us and whatever, then that'd be an interesting topic for a show as well. Where do I fit? Am I an agnostic? Uh, Maybe. That just means, you know what, I really don't know and I'm open to either possibility. Part of me would like to think that there is and then you have somebody to blame. Like when I used to say my prayers and things didn't go my way, well, it's because God didn't really want that to happen or whatever. And it's like the whole um, everything happens for a reason. Does it? Or is it all just random? I I remember when I was a kid, I would uh, be walking along and thinking, well, if if everything's preordained, God knows if I'm going to turn left or turn right when I hit this intersection. So I would go and head towards left, and then really fast I would go right to see if I could fool God. But of course there was no way to know if I could fool God or not, because I don't know what he thinks, or where he is, or if he pays that much attention to the little things like that. Like, does he care if you go left or right? Is, is it really all, uh, I guess the word is preordained, or fated, or whatever? That's, uh, it seems pretty ridiculous that everything would be scheduled right down to uh, that minute of a detail. Like, is this guy going to go left or is he going to go right? Is he going to go up the hill? Is he going to go down the hill? Is he going to take a different path to work today? <sighs> Who knows? Who cares? Does it matter? Because really, does does God have that much time on his hands where he, he wants to know exactly everything that's going to happen? Or does he just allow things to be as they are? I, I don't know. And what I... What I a long time ago, back in university, when I used to write poetry, I, I had this image in my head of uh, people always going to church on Sunday. And I wanted to write a poem where the whole punchline is, God sleeps late on Sunday mornings. And I, I never quite got that poem, couldn't figure out how to do it. But it was this image where everybody's praying to him, and he's actually asleep and not paying attention. So he's, he's a hands-off kind of God. Hey, this is Dr. Trek. Larry Nemechek, and you're listening to Soul Forge with Sean Vanderloo. So back to what I was saying. I used to pray all the time before bed, and then when I lost my son, I stopped praying. And I don't think I actually lost my faith in God, or maybe I did. I'm not sure. It was it was very traumatizing. It took me years to recover, and, and I still don't pray before bed anymore. But a month or two ago, my cousin Megan, the one that I went to Sunday school with occasionally, she contacted me out of the blue on Facebook And she said, hey, I've noticed that your posts uh, on Facebook are uh, are kind of out out of the ordinary, unusual. It doesn't seem like you're you're very happy or you're going through something or you need some help. I'm like, well, yeah, there's there's a bit of stuff going on. And she said, well, I got the solution for you. Uh, You need Jesus. You need to pray to Jesus. You need to talk to him. He'll guide you and all that stuff. And, And I appreciated her sentiment. And I thought about it. I'm like, well, I don't really know if that's what I need, because uh, it's I'm on the fence as to what I believe and what I'm thinking about all this stuff. But I did it. I, I was walking while I was delivering the mail, and uh, I, I spoke to Jesus and and asked him for help and guidance and whatever, just in my head. And it 
I don't know, it felt a little bit weird. I don't know if ridiculous is the right uh, phrase, but it wasn't very natural. So I don't, uh, I don't really do that kind of thing, but I tried it. And maybe it worked because I'm in a, a much better, happier place now. Is it a coincidence? Is it divine intervention? I don't really know. Back in university as well, I'm just going to talk about some random things. I was waiting for the bus to go home. And a, a guy from one of my classes came up to me and started talking to me. And uh, he, he, uh, he invited me to his church. And I don't know, for whatever reason I went. And he later told me that God told him to reach out to me and, and try to save me. And so I went to this, this was after, of course, but I went to the church with him and there was all these people there and it was very uncomfortable. And they were all singing and dancing and doing all that kind of thing. And at the end, they decided that I needed saving. So they, uh, they sat me down and they held my hand and they said, do you want to be saved? I'm like, I guess so. So we, I, I said some things or whatever it was. I can't remember now. This is 25, 22 years. I don't know. Anyway, 20 odd years ago. But I was saved. They saved me. And I guess I'm better for it. I don't know. Uh, all, all this stuff, this metaphysical stuff, makes me feel vaguely ridiculous. Uh, and I'm, I'm very on the fence about it. Uh, I don't really believe in organized religion because, of course, I think that's a tool to control the masses. It's good for some people. It's nice to have faith. It's comforting. So I'm, I'm right down the middle of it. Essentially, I guess, yes, I would like to believe there's a God, but I don't really know if there is. I think all the religious holidays have become too commercialized. I would like to know more about the various religions. Um, I took a religion class in university, and I really liked uh, Confucianism, and I liked Buddhism. Uh, I would like to know more about Islam and all that stuff, and more about Judaism. Uh, but I, I don't know people who are religious like this. It doesn't seem to be a big thing here in Timmins. Uh, but I, th I think it would be fascinating, and so I watch shows about it randomly, sometimes when they're on, and I read this Zealot book by, I think the, guy, the guy's last name is Aslan, I can't, I can't remember exactly, but he's a, he's a famous religious scholar, and uh, the book was really good, so I, I recommend that. It's pretty dense, tells a lot of stuff, but essentially, that's where I stand. Sometimes I think there's a God, sometimes I don't know, and... The question I have for you, much like on the asked on Star Trek V, what does God need with a starship? And that's it. That's all I know. It's uh, it's my favorite line from Star Trek V. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that movie or not. Many of you probably have. But it uh, revolves around the crew of the Enterprise being hijacked by Spock's half-brother. And they're going to find God and save him from the planet. and Because he, he can't escape the planet for some reason. I don't know, God shouldn't need a starship. And so Kirk asks, what does God need with a starship? And he's just a, a mean, vengeful alien entity. But the line is cool, and I love it. It will carry my power to every corner of creation. Excuse me, I'd just like to ask a question. What does God need with a starship? Bring the ship closer. I said, what does God need with a starship? What are you doing? I'm asking you a question. And I ask it to you now. What does God need with the starship? If you have an answer, send me an email, soulforgepodcast at gmail.com. What are your religious views? Do you believe in God? 
Do you believe in something else? Do you believe in a higher power of any kind? The great maker, the universe itself. What you put out into the universe comes back to you. You know, that, that's another whole other thing that they talk about. If you put out positive vibes, you get positive energy back. Uh, that kind of thing. And sometimes that's true. I know a lot of times for me, if I really, really want something and think about it a lot, and I don't know if meditate on it is the right word, but focus on it, usually those things happen and come true. Maybe it is a real thing. But anyway, uh, this is just a brief introduction to my thoughts on God, religion, and uh, spiritual holidays. So I hope you enjoyed this solo episode. Next week I have a real doozy for you. Just you wait. You're going to really love that. But until next time, thanks for coming by The Forge. I hope you'll leave a five-star review in the iTunes store or the podcatcher of your choice. Uh, Maybe share the links, join the Facebook page. And remember, rock bottom will teach you lessons that mountaintops never will. This has been another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Find us on Twitter at SoulForgePod or email the show via SoulForgePodcast at gmail.com. Soul Forge is a production of Sean Vanderloo and Friends. You can find Sean on Twitter and Instagram at Darth Vaderloo. Remember to visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links and share the show with everyone you know. Thanks for stopping by the Forge. We'll keep the fires lit until your next visit. So I wanted to remind you once again that you can listen to this show and other podcasts on Spotify. And now it's easier than ever. Just open the app on your mobile device or desktop, click on browse, and then click on the podcast section. It works on your computer, your phone, your smart speaker system, whatever you want to use. So stay connected to your favorite podcasts and never miss an episode using Spotify. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.